broadcasting from the Any Hour Services Podcast Studios. I am your host, Mike Wilson, and you're listening to In the House. For those of you who don't know, In the House is a podcast about the major systems in the house, electrical, plumbing, heating, and air conditioning. Each week, I'm joined by a panel of experts. We pick a topic and we discuss it in depth. It's meant to be informative and hopefully bring you some value. Um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about garbage disposals, how they work, how long they should last, troubleshooting, and what you should and probably shouldn't put down the disposal. Today I'm joined by the plumbing uh, department management team at Any Hour Services. They have over 75 years of combined plumbing experience. I've got Ricky, Dwayne, and Scott. Welcome back, guys. How's Thank it you, going, Mike? Mike? Hey, good to be here. Uh, so, Gar well, did you look it up? Did you look up? Uh <laughs> what are you looking at, Scott? <laughs> I know you got the answer. Of course. Okay. Ricky has <laughs> the history. <laughs> when were garbage disposals invented? 1927. I saw that too. What else did you read about them? It was patented in 1935, and the first one was in Sinkerator. Yep. That was Went to market when? Night. Oh, snap. I got him. <laughs> got me. 40. 40. Uh, I thought it was interesting that it was invented in 27 patented in 35 and then or whenever and then went to market is there's a process involved i think the patent process was uh, difficult way back then as well as it is now yeah <laughs> i don't know okay yeah they didn't have the internet had to mail into the patent office correct <laughs> or you had to know a guy that's how it, that's it. There were, uh, that's the thing that people don't talk about in history are the big garbage disposal wars between William Frank disposal and okay. I'm making all that up. John Hames out of Wisconsin. Ooh, boom. He won. Uh, he did. Cause he knew a guy. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's, let's dive right into garbage disposals and talk to me about how a garbage disposal works. This, I got to figure out a way better way to like transition with that first question because I always like that. Maybe do we need to assign, hey, here's who's going to answer this first question? No. Because like every, every time it's like I'll ask the question other. and then it's like insert cricket sound effects here. <laughs> I like to go with senior starting off with oh, wow. most years. Well, all right. He called you old. Uh, yep. He called me senior. But same thing. <laughs> Men old, right? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I've been doing it a long time. So um, you're where most of the 75 years come from. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Tell us how it More works. More than half. All right. Hey, um, so garbage disposals work. You put food down in them. There's some impellers in there that squish T things up. What is an impeller? Because I think a lot of people, I know for a long time, unless you look down in there, I always imagine, I, I think to myself, you're always told don't put your hand down in there because it'll cut your fingers off. And I always imagine there were blades, but you're saying it's impeller. And if you look down in there, they're not actually sharp blades. So what is an impeller? Um, it's different than a sharp blade. <laughs> <laughs> a dull blade. They, uh, they sit in there and they spin around and they clack back and forth and move the things around and then squish it and, and break it up and squish it to the outside where it goes down holes in the outside and then comes out the drain. So where does the actual grinding of the stuff, because that's, that's kind of more of what's happening, right? It's grinding things up. There's not really blades in there, but there are little things poking out from the side and those impellers, 
those are are those correct me if I'm wrong, are those meant to like stir up what's in the middle so that it does force everything out to the outside? I think that's the I think that's the technology. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's designed to push it to the outside. It's almost like a cheese grater on mm-hmm. the outside where it's just pushing it against it. And if stuff's hanging out in the middle, it'll spin and grab it and pull it to the side and then act as a cheese grater and just shred it up at that point. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, how else? Um, well, my, a lot of people don't know that the garbage disposal is usually where your dishwasher is connected to. And so your dishwasher line comes in to a, to a port on the side. Um, and the, the, and it goes in there so that any food particles or anything from the dishwasher can get ground up on the inside there too. That's interesting. Cause if, if you don't have a garbage disposal, you can still have a dishwasher, right? So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you install it the way that other dishwashers are and not go through the disposal? Good question. I ask questions that sometimes there are no answers to. Probably because the disposals are just made with an automatic port that fits the hose Hmm. that comes from the dishwasher. So therefore it's easier instead of having to buy another tubular plastic fitting that has a Y on it or a T on it. Well, let's, let's, let's go into, um, proper use because as far as like the way that it, it works and it grinding the food up and, and, and shooting it out, I've always heard that you should not run the disposal unless the water is on. Is that true or false? That's true. As far as everything I've ever seen. Why? It's more more to push the stuff around than anything. It's not going to ruin the disposal if it's on. Um, but again, things are going to hang out in the middle of that disposal if it's if it's not, you know, if the propellers aren't moving and everything. So running water is going to push it to the to the side as well. Does it make a difference, hot or cold water? Because I've heard I've heard. Actually, I'll tell you the logic that I think on my head. But like, I want to hear from you guys. All right, right out of the manual. Okay. For a garbage disposal, the do's. First, turn on the cold water and then turn on the disposal. Continue running cold water for several seconds after grinding is completed to flush the drain line. Grind hard materials such as small bones, fruit pits, and ice. A scouring action is created by these particles inside the grind chamber. Um, grind peelings from citrus fruits to freshen up drain smells and use a disposer, cleaner, degreaser, or deodorizer as necessary to relieve objectionable odors caused by grease buildup. And I know we're going to get to odors later on, so we'll come back and revisit that. But that's the do's listed right in the, the thing. Does it say why to use cold water? Because in my mind... You clean things with hot water, <laughs> and if you're if you're grinding things up and you're running the cold water, why would you do that? So, over on the don'ts, it says don't use hot water when grinding <laughs> food waste. It is okay to drain hot water into the disposer between grinding periods. the The reason being is that it's a motor and it can get hot and heat. And when you're already adding more hot water, if you're doing a lot of I mean, like you're canning and you've got all the tomato peels or all the peaches and everything you're putting in there and it's grinding for several minutes, you definitely do want to use cold water on that. But I don't see there's an issue with just a quick, you know, rinse, clean. I've, I've heard someone explained, and, they, and here's the thing, like even in the owner's manual, it doesn't say why. 
and this is where you get into all kinds of different opinions on things because I think a lot of people, the reason they do run warm water and hot water is because they think that it's going to, it's going to be better to like dissolve whatever you're putting down there and it's going to clean and it's not going to clog up. But I've heard someone say that, uh, you want to use cold water because it keeps things from dissolving and it can actually like keep greases and fats and things a little harder and it, it helps them when they are going down the drain so that they're not soft oh, and, and collecting on the sides never, of the drain. I had never thought about that. Well, I, they think that's, I, I have no yeah. scientific proof to back that up. I still use hot water in my, <laughs> so do I a lot of the times, but yeah, that's, that's the reason why the cold waters, <clears throat> hot water is going to break up the grease oils and fats and get it more lodged in areas of the disposal that it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And not to mention it's more harmful down the line in a, in that more liquid form you're going to have more issues further down where if it's more solid, it can float through. Yeah. And you think about it, that hot water, it's only going to be warm so long. And then the further that stuff gets away, it's going to end up getting cold. And then it will, if it's a liquid form of the grease and fats, it's going to like kind of cause a lining of it. And as it cools, it's going to eventually the circumference of that, the inner circumference of that pipe is going to minimize. And that's where you can end up with the blockages and things like that. And if it gets too bad, you end up having to jet the line out. Um, another thing that I've heard, um, actually not something that I've heard. Let's talk about what you should and should not send down the drain because there's, that's another thing where everyone's got their opinions and you always hear these lists. And I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced that no one cares. They just do whatever they're going to do. I'm not sure if it's because like Tim, the tool man, Taylor said, Oh, as long as it's got power, you can send a brick down the garbage disposal. <laughs> or if it's because we're like, Oh, well, we've got this thing here. Let's just put everything down it. That's that's we use that instead of the garbage can. So let's talk about, what should go in the garbage and what is okay to send down the garbage disposal. Do you want me to continue with the don'ts? Um, if, if, if you would like to, that, that would, if that's a don't do, then this yes. is a don't right out of the install manual. Don't, and this is in big bold writing. We were talking about grease. Don't pour grease or fat down your disposer or any drain. It can build up in all the pipes and cause drain blockages. Put grease in a jar, can, or dispose in the trash. And then we talked about the hot water already. Don't fill disposal disposer with a lot of vegetable peels all at once. Instead, turn the water and disposer on first, and then feed peel, peels gradually. Don't grind did large... Did you hear that? It's an airplane or something. Something. Something's yeah. flying by. Yeah. Don't grind large don't grind large amounts of eggshells or fibrous materials like corn husks, artichokes, etc., to avoid possible drain blockage. And then don't turn off the disposer until grinding is completed and only the sound of water motor and water is heard. Hmm. So oh my computer went dead. This has a lot more to do with the drainage system than it really has to do with the disposal. You know, obviously you don't want to pack it full because the motor is going to have a hard, hard time going. Um, and obviously it's going to have a harder time grinding stuff up. 
most of the recommendations this is talking about has more to do with what goes further down the system than it has to do with the disposal itself. It can handle a lot. You know, they come in a lot of different sizes and horsepowers and the way they grind it. Um, there's a lot, lot of technology there to the point where even it said in the manual, you can throw pits and bones and things in there that it's actually okay to do that. However, it is going to cause issues in the line going beyond the disposal. And that's what's, that's what you should consider your home, depending on the age, what kind of pipes you have, it's really going to play a factor into what you should or should not put down there. Why do we even have them? Like why, why do they even make this thing? If it's that, like it's going to cause issues and no one's going to use them. Right. Like what, you ever what are put the, a chicken leg in your garbage can for a couple of days. And well, if I'm going to put, yes, I have, but I also have learned that if I'm going to put leftover chicken legs that are going to stink, you do that and you take the garbage out. Uh, like, and to that point, I've never put a leftover chicken leg down the garbage disposal. <laughs> Can you? That oh, yeah. just seems way too, like, that's like, well, first off, how come you didn't eat the chicken leg? <laughs> like, I mean, that's just, that's disrespectful to the chicken itself. Well, what about the little unit? We call it the little unit, the little tail thing that's just nasty that garbage. You don't don't eat that. It's true. I don't, but I also don't send it down. I guess that's (laughs) the thing is like no one really knows. Some people put too much stuff. Some people put others. But it seems like if you're grinding up body parts like the unit or the, you know, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. to go there? Here we go. Well, that's what they are. They're animal body parts. Animal body parts. I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, so that, that's the thing. Like, it seems like that would like get hung up on the sidewalls of the... I guess it just seems like... I don't understand. I guess there's a lot of questions that I have, and I don't understand. Like When you were doing your research, did they say here was the original purpose of the garbage disposal? I didn't get that deep. Save on landfills. I mean, if you're throwing it in the garbage, where's it got to go? It's going to go in a plastic bag and it's going to go to a landfill. Where if it's if it's being ground up and going through a treatment plant, if it's the right stuff, it's just biodegradable material. So, Dwayne, your son works at a treatment plant in California. Is Are those types of things, like those biodegradable, like organic things that we're sending down there, are those good or do they cause issues? They're good. I mean, because it, because everything that they have in the sewer treatment plants is all about keeping the, the bioenzymes at the right levels. Okay. And so it helps and adds so that they don't have to do other additives to keep the bio levels up for disintegrating and cleaning and, and doing what it does. Um, you know, growing up, I mean, I grew up on a farm and we always had, for a long time, it was the pig slop bucket mm-hmm. that just sat beside the sink and everything went into that. And then you just, every day you'd take it out and feed it to the pigs. And then when we got rid of the pigs and still had chickens, it became the chicken slop bucket. Chickens eat slop. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> then we throw them down the disposal. <laughs> We're like, hey, you, you, know, you, remember, you remember Uncle, uh, Uncle Cluck's like chicken leg? Here you go. <laughs> eat on that. But as we got chickens or cannibals, is that what we're saying? <laughs> they love that stuff. They love that stuff. No, yeah. I didn't grow up on a farm like you did. They, That's they funny. Love that stuff. But you I think all kinds as, of things on I this think show. as we got more urbanized in larger cities, there again, I think the trash waste disposals, the smells, the flies that are attracted to your trash can sitting outside 
with all the smells from the food because that's what they're attracted to. They're not attracted to the cardboard or the soda cans. That's good. And the thing is, is like, this is just a discussion. You're taking me, the average homeowner that like knows that I've got this thing in my sink and doesn't totally know like what I should and shouldn't be putting down. I hear all the things that, that people say and recommend. And, and so I'm just trying to, so that makes sense. Um, it is totally good. So do you think in y'all's opinion, should people be using them more? My opinion is you got, you have to know your plumbing, excuse me, your plumbing system because yes, it's good for the environment. It's good for everything going down. However, your plumbing system has to transfer it from that disposal all the way out to the city sewer system Mm. and to the plant. So if you're in an older home with galvanized piping, my recommendation is you got to be real careful what you put down there because it is going to create buildup every every bit of food or whatever you're throwing down there even though biodegradable does have oils fats and greases in it which will collect to the sides of your piping system so maintaining that system beyond is equally important in my opinion than what you're going to be putting down there that makes sense then i I think too on on that that i mean scott mentioned earlier about the different levels of disposals and different wear and tears i mean as they get older they get wore out and uh, when they're brand new we kind of refer to the levels as uh, the hash brown level that the first the kind of the lower builder grade that most people have is it kind of does hash brown size of things as it chops things up because of the way it is there's another level that's got two grind chambers and it's more like the salsa one and then the the ultimate top of the line one that's super quiet and super powerful and can grind up animal body parts it uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it uh i mean it's super quiet but it can it's got three grind chambers so it really does like baby food down the drains and so that disposal that baby food disposal in an older system is going to be quite a bit better so when you when you're saying food when you're using those analogies you're saying that's the size of the chunks coming out, out of it, not the size that you can put in. Right. That makes sense. Cause I wasn't quite sure you were gotcha. like hash browns. And I was like, I love hash browns. <laughs> That's where my mind went. I was like, why would you not eat the hash browns and send them down the disposal? <laughs> but I, I was thinking you were saying that they have to be hash brown size things no. to, to be ground up. But that makes sense. It sends bigger yeah. chunks out. It's, Scott mentioned the cheese grater kind of a thing. And so mm-hmm. that's, you know, if you have just a cheese grater, that's what's going to give you the hash brown size. And that's kind of what the holes are like that the, that's spinning around on the inside that the stuff's going, trying to go through. So um, are there any other, like when you guys are out in homes, are there any other garbage disposal myths or things that you hear customers saying or common questions that they have that you get often and you just kind of are able to, give them some information and clear up the misinformation that's out there. A lot of times we hear about noise factor, um, how loud they are, you know, and Dwayne had alluded to the, you know, different stages and levels of disposals and they have different housings on some of the higher end ones, which are double canister type of thing. Um, some of them have balancing rings and things attached to them. They have all kinds of different, uh, sizes and shapes. And so people complain about the noise. Mm-hmm. What what else do they uh, 
talk about when you when you guys show up on garbage disposal calls? I was going to look. There's also no, just noise as far as the chamber of the, of the uh, impellers and things versus the vibration as well. Some of the lower end ones will vibrate as well. Um, they have a big kick uh, when they first start up as well. Um, I think I have a, a really cheap garbage disposal at my house because what you're describing sounds like mine <laughs> it's really loud and this and i couldn't tell if the sink was either installed improperly or maybe it's a really cheap sink made out of really thin gauge steel because when that puppy kicks on yeah. it like everything starts vibrating and it feels like everything is like going to the middle and and so like i i could never tell because i always was like ah maybe i need a new garbage disposal but i didn't want to put the money into a new garbage disposal if it was a crappy sink and so like you know it so is it usually the garbage disposal is the issue in that case i'm thinking first you should probably have me over for a little bit just to say hey and introduce me to your kitchen and i'll give you a little bit of insight there mike could could be a few things uh, <sighs> sounds expensive <laughs> oh of course it will be <laughs> do, do you guys do you guys put sinks in like do you go in and like replace the sink itself yes we do is that something you guys stock on the truck or is that a like because no. there's so many different options yeah there? we could never stock enough to that would uh, uh suffice for people's needs and desires of, out there it seems like it's it's one of like you know the the arm bones connected to the, you know, all these things connected together. So at what point do you stop? Do you replace countertops? No. Okay. So if the issue is the countertop itself, then they would have to get the countertop. Homeowner would have a contractor come in, put a, a countertop in and normally cut the hole for the sink. Um, gotcha. And you have standard sizes that you can, you can actually meet with the homeowner and give them some suggestions, go online, show them some pictures and some layouts and where to go and what to do. Well, maybe someday you can come look at my sink. What did you have to do? Because I ask. Well, my wife, around my house, I mean, if you've got any, if you've seen any of our videos and stuff, I feel sorry for my wife because anytime she's like, hey, can you replace the fixture in the, this is a real case over the weekend. She's like, can you replace the lighting fixture uh, in the bathroom? And I'm like, do you have the fixture? She's like, yeah. I was like, I could make a video <laughs> about how to replace the light fixture. She's like. Or how not to. Wow, that hurt. that's hurtful. <laughs> I know how to replace a lighting fixture. Now, when it comes to the garbage disposal, I would definitely have to ask you questions of like, okay, do I do this, do this? You would make fun of me for the way that I use my channel locks. I couldn't do a light, light but, fixture. Uh, but anyway, and so, yeah, everything around the house is like, ooh, could I make a video on that? Because I'm always trying to like come up with content to make videos, and I've, I, that's one of the advantages of living in an older house. But all right, back to garbage disposals. You were talking about them, the vibration, uh, it's loud. On a scale of like one to 10, if you, like, if you put a nicer garbage disposal in, like what could be wrong with the sink that would be causing all of those things to happen? A very thin gauge metal, a heavy disposal, not attached properly underneath the countertop. There's a lot of different mounting. The sink not being attached properly? Yep. There's a, and with age, sinks do separate under mounts and even on uh, top mounts. A lot of different things can mm -hmm. lead to vibration and noise. Gotcha. We had a call the other day that one of our techs installed a garbage disposal. This was just on last Wednesday, actually. And he had to go back for a follow-up call because she was concerned that she didn't hear it and didn't think it was working. And, uh, and he, did, he did an upgraded model for her, and so she was used to the old original clanky, 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 and she didn't think it was working. So he had to go and kind of manage that expectation with her and hmm. 
and things. So I, I just thought that was kind of neat. I looked at the call and I thought, wow, this is a, that's the kind, that of warrant, could... that's the kind of warranty you want. <laughs> Definitely. Like, this garbage disposal is too quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even tell it's working. Yep. That's awesome. Good on us. Um, let's see. Anything else on, on that as far as like myths or things that people think the garbage disposal is supposed to be able to do when you show up and it, it can't? One, one of the things we see that I don't know if we're going to get, yeah, we are going to get into the things that cause the failures. Yep. Do we want to wait on that for a minute? Uh, yeah, let's, let's wait. Let's okay. Wait. Um, I wanted to talk about maintenance on the garbage disposal. Um, what are the things that... Garbage disposal isn't something that I think like, oh, it needs maintenance. But most mechanical things, there are maintenance things you can do to it. So talk to me about, yeah, I see you got your owner's manual over there. So what does it say as far as maintenance goes for garbage disposal? Right here in the owner's manual, user maintenance instructions. Okay, let's right hear it. Right there, let's cleaning disposer. Over time, food particles may accumulate in the grind chamber and baffle. An odor from the disposer is usually a good sign of food buildup. To clean the disposer, number one, place a stopper in the sink and fill the sink halfway with warm water. Number two, mix one quarter cup of baking soda, baking soda with the water. And I personally had never heard this one. This was an interesting one to me. Uh, turn disposer on and remove the stopper from the sink at the same time to wash away loose particles. So you flip the switch pull the plug let it all let it all go down um that is something that i'll do like when i'm like doing dishes and i'm like there's you know i've been using the garbage disposal i'll i'll try and fill the sink up and then like turn the disposal on thinking that that's going to wash it you know help to wash things out of it but i like that it, adding baking soda to the water and, yeah but even even just the flowing the large amount of water is, is really a good thing because you're sitting there, you're washing all the little particles off from your plates into the dishwasher back and forth. And then, you know, you, it's, it's good to dump. We've got a single compartment sink at our house. And so we have a little plastic bucket and I dump the bucket. And every time I dump that bucket, I flip the disposal on. Makes sense. You know? I also like watching the, the little vortex that it makes. Watch it go down the drain. One of the things it talks about <laughs> is that some of the higher end disposals, and for those that aren't watching it, the higher end have a removable baffle. So the baffle is that little plastic piece that when you're looking down in the drain, uh, there's the little plastic black rubber Rubbers. leaves um, and that, that keeps the stuff from spraying back up right. that you never really want to stick your hand down past. So on, on, the, on, the lower end, on the lower end disposals, this baffle is locked underneath and you really can't clean stuff splashes up and gets all over and you really can't even reach down and clean the rubber part as it goes through but the higher end ones have this removable they just recommend says to put it in your dishwasher once a week hmm. and just run it through the dishwasher the make more, sure you don't use your disposal while it's in the dishwasher that's really important the more you talk about these low-end garbage disposals it really sounds like you're describing mine you want to invite me over no, you already said it was going to be expensive. I'll come over. <laughs> You're cheap. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, yeah, you're, you're welcome to come over. Because I, I really, I would like to know if it's the sink 
and here's the thing. Like I moved into this really old house and like put this, uh, you know, countertop on. And I have a feeling that I'm that homeowner that like does things wrong, but like does it just enough that like, where'd you get that countertop? Home Depot. Yep. Uh, Formica post formed. And one piece goes up the back of the wall. No, it was, it was a, it was a cut and like set. No, you know what? Now that I'm thinking back, I got this, I got this sink on clearance. It was the cheapest one I could find. There we go. You want to go out there, Scott? <laughs> no, nope. it was the cheapest one I could find. I actually bought it for a, uh, a barbecue trailer that I was building. Oh. And I was like, Oh, it's a barbecue trailer. I'll just get the cheapest one I could find. And I never ended up installing it in the barbecue trailer. So it sat on a shelf in my garage. And then when we, when we, uh, put this new countertop in. I was like, I got a new sink out in the garage. I'm going to install this bad boy. <laughs> so, so I did that. And then I was like, Oh, check out this garbage disposal. This so is the cheapest one I could find. I'm going to put this kitchen in kitchen in the most used uh, <laughs> place in the house. Look, I don't need your judgment. I know that I am. I know. Look, it's not judging. Average... I have enough information to <laughs> go on. <laughs> Mike, I don't need to come to your house anymore. <laughs> I know what the issue is, and it's you. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it it Mike, honestly, it really could be just the wear and tear on the garbage disposal. One yeah. of the other features that happens with the low end versus some of the other ones is that every time they turn on the higher end ones, every time they turn on, they spin a different direction. Yeah. And that's a really nice feature that makes those ones last so much longer instead of one spinning all the time in the same direction. There's bearings and things inside all of that. And they just wear and it wears and it wears. And it can get wobbly fairly quickly in a, in a one direction thing. Yeah. Going back to uh, the maintenance. So it sounds like really the there's cleaning that can be done because you might get smells. But that's really, I mean... I cut one of these things open to see the internal components. And that, that's a question that I kind of will bring up later, but it doesn't look like it, it comes apart to be repaired. It is built to work and do its thing. And the best way to maintain it is to keep it clean and don't like let things get built up inside of it. Um, so, so, okay. So maintenance, clean it and, you know, do those things that Dwayne mentioned earlier. How long should a garbage disposal last? It's an appliance, just like we've talked in the past. And most appliances go anywhere from eight to 15 years, you know, and it's just going to depend on how you use it. If you're using it to do the chicken bones and maybe it's going to work a little harder. So it lots just going to depend, but eight to 12, you can eight to 12 would be my does the, estimation. Does the water quality make a difference as well? Because on the one that I like opened up, like it's rusted out. It was like, I can tell that it had been leaking down, you know, through the, um, through the thing, just because the, the bottom part that separates where the motor and the water and the food chamber is that like kicks it out. It's, it's rusted out, but it also looks like the impellers, they're like rusted shut. So they're not even like doing their job anymore. So are the newer garbage disposals, do they make them so that they don't rust as often or do they rust because you got movement like what's up with that i believe different materials are used inside um you have um, different coatings inside different levels obviously but i would believe that uh, you said that they were rusted that means uh, a metal that uh, I, I believe now some of the our stainless steel 
type of uh, components inside. Um, so probably one you cut was probably a few years old, I would say. And then of course, um, coatings and things on the inside as well to protect. Um, we talked about uh, toilets last week and the coatings, porcelains and mm -hmm. clear coats and things like that. Same thing with this appliance as well. Right. Just, I mean, as I get why when people go to the store, they think like, oh, I'm just going to get the least expensive one that I can. Money's hard to come by, but you really do. There, there's a reason that they charge more for the more expensive ones. And so we'll talk in a little bit about the different features and different things that make uh, a garbage disposal cost more. Um, I think I've determined all of the reasons why they cost less and mine is experiencing all of those things. Uh, let's see. So when a garbage disposal fails, what are the most common failures? Like why do they fail the failure points that happen? What are you guys seeing out in the field? Well, the low end disposals, um, they've got that cast iron chamber or the cast iron impaler and it, they just rust up. It, it just rusts. And, and, you know, if you take a flashlight and you take your disposal and you look down in there and see a bunch of gaps and things, and you can see where the impeller works. Sometimes, like say, if you get a flashlight and look down inside, it's, it's kind of nice to look in there to see, well, it's never nice to look in there because it's usually dang nasty, but, but you can look in and see what we're, you know, what you're up against and what the disposal looks like and the shape of that. And then, um, but the stainless steel ones, uh, you know, they last, they just last a lot longer. So that's a good tip. You know, if you're wondering the condition of yours, um, more than likely the garbage disposal has never really crossed your mind unless it either binds up and stops working or you end up with the leak underneath the sink. Right. Um, but you could look, do what Dwayne's talking about, take a flashlight, push those little, that rubber baffle back so you can see down in it the same way you would if you were trying to look and see if something was stuck. Cause sometimes you'll hear, you'll get like a pebble or something in there and you'll hear it like rattle around and you're looking to try and figure out what's going on. Okay. So, um, it'll rust out. What are some other, um, or it'll rust up. What are other common failures? Leaking is, is the basic one that we see the most of. It's leaking from the bottom, and that means its water's penetrated the, the main cavity due to wear, tear, rust um, on the lower end ones. Uh, that's what we see the most of, I believe. Don't you think, Dwayne? Leaking? Yep. yep. So when you go out, how often do the motors just quit? From time to time, they, they will just quit. Now there's there's safety features on these disposals as well. It, it could not be working and there's a reason why it's not turning on. And we can go into that too. Um, yeah, let, this is actually a good segue into it. Let's talk, the reason I brought that specific question up is because I think uh, one thing, let's talk about some things that they might be experiencing and how to do those basic troubleshooting things. The first one is you flip the switch and you hear a buzzing or a humming but nothing is happening. What's going on there? So that's a sign that the, the motor's not spinning the, the propellers. So it's not moving at all. So something's jammed inside of there. Something went down the disposal that got caught in on the side of that thing that won't let it spin. Um, so there is, there's typically a place on the bottom of your disposal where you can put a, a disposal wrench. Dwayne's kind of showing that right there, right in the middle of that. Right in the middle on the bottom. There's a place where an Allen key, and it has to be the right size, 
some of the disposals come with them and a lot of times they're just left under the sink somewhere but otherwise you find an allen wrench that's the right size and you can put that in there and with no power on to make sure the power switches off or even unplug it for that matter to be extra safe so that somebody doesn't accidentally come in and hit it but try and spin that back and forth with the leverage of an allen wrench it'll be really tight when you get that allen wrench in there it'll be really hard to move so what you're doing is manipulating the inner chamber of that thing to get it to spin so it's going to take a little bit of effort to get that thing to move and then once you'll feel it go and whatever was jammed on the side of that will pop out and come in the middle of it again so keep so, in mind it's probably still in there yeah and then at that point then you would take your flashlight and tongs or needle nose pliers and try to pull out whatever it was that was jammed in there gotcha um okay or skinny hands <laughs> skinny hands uh straw with a piece of gum is what i've always oh. used my whole life look at that little trick that's wow. a good one okay. wow so just go to the store get a pack of gum chew it for a little bit stick it on the end grab a straw while you're at the yeah, store you raised eight kids you usually have gum in the house mike it, a shop, a shop. Our kids would get do. gum in their hair and in the carpet, <laughs> and we're like, "No more gum for you, kid." Because <laughs> put peanut butter on the gum—that doesn't work. Like, that's another one of those little myth things. <laughs> Internet lies. A shop vac can work as well. Okay, there you go. Uh, okay, so that's so that's if it is uh, bound up and you're hearing a buzzing. More than likely, the motor is kind of uh, jammed or not jammed, but bound up and so you can use that uh key on the bottom now what happens what's another one you go to flip it on and nothing happens you can tell that it, it feels like there's no power so what's what are a couple of basic troubleshooting steps there and this is the safety feature of the disposal so if it is jammed up and not moving it has a trip lever a trip trip switch that will cut the power off to it and not allow it to continue to try to work and burn itself out so on the bottom of most disposals, you'll find a little red switch, and it's just a little trip switch. All you got to do is go in there and push it up back in, so and it'll restore it's power. It's more of a button it's than a, button. a switch. Yeah, a little button. That so you it's just... a reset button. Right. Okay. Reset button. So, um, so if your if your garbage disposal isn't coming on, uh, look underneath and see if there's a red. Now, is that a common thing? even on the nicer disposals, like that fancy schmancy one that's sitting right there, does it have a little red button on the bottom of it? Okay. Yes, it does. Some brands don't, and also some brands don't have that Allen screw, that, that screw in there that you can move things with. Is that usually a lower end one because they want you to just buy a new one? Definitely not <laughs> a common brand that you would hear. Got it. And something that you'd see. So yeah, no, it, if you're going with the common brands and you'll hear them and that, you, It'll be very similar to what we're talking about. Gotcha. Um, what? Okay, so if that little, let's say the button, the little reset button doesn't work, what's another thing they can try? If that button's not working, it's very likely you don't have power to the source. So you need to check the power source and see if you even have power to the outlet or to the switch that you're turning on. Check and see if there's a breaker that's tripped. Um, and something that I've been getting a lot more of i've been um posting electrical tips on TikTok and things like that and i had a series where i was talking about um gfi outlets and i'm getting a lot of people that are like reminding me that not everyone knows how to wire <laughs> a gfi up properly and they'll they'll protect the lights and different things off of the gfi and so um if you 
in, in addition to a breaker, maybe look for a GFI outlet that might be um, tripped. Sometimes there is, that. this brings up um, a, a good point, there's different ways that the garbage disposals are wired up. Some of them have a switch on the wall. Some of them have a little push button uh, switch that's on the countertop. And then some of them um, are hardwired in to the, to the electrical. Some of them, they'll install an outlet underneath the, the sink. So maybe check and see if there's a GFI outlet under the sink. But since we're talking about the little switches, I always thought, Whenever I see the little push button ones, I always get nervous because if I'm sitting there doing dishes and things, and my hands wet, and I go to like push a button that where gravity water's gonna flow down to the electrical parts. Tell me why that's not gonna kill me. There's a seal in there that probably like a Navy Seal. Like a, <laughs> it's an air switch. Yeah, it's a, it's an it's an air switch. When you push that, it pushes a little whoosh of air down a tube and ah. Act, actuates the power and when you push it again it deactivates the power there's not a 220 sticking up inside that button Mike. that's good but if there was that navy seal would protect me <laughs> it would <laughs> same way the seals are out there protecting us all thank you for everyone serving um let's see okay any other common uh things that you go out to that i would say like that reset button and the little binding up with the Allen wrench underneath are probably equivalent to change the air filter for HVAC. Or is there any other you really know, obvious one, things? One of the things we look for when we go out, these garbage disposals will develop little white spots right here at the impeller level all the way around as the impeller moves back on the and outside, forth, on the outside, yeah. you'll start to see little white spots. And, and that's just, it's, it's wearing from the inside out. And so we're starting to get a little calcium buildup. The water's not out yet, but all it takes is just one little zing of a bone or a nut shell or something like that, that hits that spot. Ah. And now it just created a hole and then the water starts. Okay. So you out. can, so you can do kind of a little self inspection of your garbage disposal to see how well it is. Look down in, look for signs of rust right. and then poke your head under the sink and look for little and white. And that, and it's usually right in up. the, right in the ring where it cones down for those that are on listening to the podcast, it cones down. And in that first layer that's there on the garbage disposal is where you'll see the, the white spots. Hmm. And that we always warn people that that's a sign that it's, it's starting on to, your last leg. That's, 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 uh, interesting. So over time, the wall of that plastic, are some of them made with a metal out exterior or most of them plastic? And I don't mean the outer shell that's like, uh, the insulative shell. Yeah. But like, is it usually plastic inside on there's different types? It's a composite. It's not really like plastic. It's a more of a composite type of thing. It's not, uh, it's hard to put into words, but uh, there are. Oh, you cut into one, Mike. What'd you think? What I thought it, it looks like plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's your low end one that you have at your house, Mike. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Zing. Zing. He got me. That's the low end one you have at your house. That's why I was asking you guys. I don't get to see nice things at my house. Oh, my. <laughs> Except the electrical, having an electrical background. Like, I'm set, but like all the other stuff, it's like. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's. Okay. And your wife actually asked you if you could put a fixture in your electrical background. Well, the yes. Well, yeah, because she knows. 
You know what? This, this show isn't about me. Okay. It's about let's you. Move on. Uh, um, let's see. Okay. So we talked about that. Um, I brought this up a little bit earlier, but talk to me is when a disposal fails, it sounds like it's not really something that can be repaired. It's you, you really have to replace. It's a, um, it's a disposable item, <laughs> but like after it's done with its useful life, you don't go and you don't call somebody out and be like, Hey, I need my garbage disposal repaired. It's like it stops and you got to replace it. Is that right? Yeah, because it rots from inside out or wears out. You know, it are there any parts that like, hey, this part will wear out and you could fix that? Or is it just like eh, they don't do they sell I, replacement parts for garbage disposals? I've never seen any. OK, yeah, I've not ever. That answers the question. I've replaced a, a, a kinked whip down on the bottom, the line running from the garbage disposal to where whoever had put it in tightened it down and you know when you put your stuff in and out underneath the sink you can actually that wire can move and stuff and it was frayed and i just put a new uh, a new tail on it for them without replacing the, the that disposal makes but that's very rare um as you were telling oh man as you were telling that it made me think of something else that uh, oh another thing that someone had made a comment on uh, no it was actually on one of our recent episodes of along for the ride we went out for a garbage disposal uh call and the customer had replaced the garbage disposal themselves they had hooked the um dishwasher back up and didn't realize that it comes with a plug in that where the dishwasher attaches there's a plug because if you don't have a dishwasher you don't want the thing like leaking down under the sink and so they had hooked everything up and they're like i don't get it it's not draining my di or my dishwasher doesn't drain anymore and so we go out there and you know there's just a, a little plug so if you're going to do this yourself and you have a dishwasher make make All sure right. you're by raise of hands here how many have forgot to remove the plug and had to get a call back scott you guys you're lying come on you're lying it's so easy oh <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh well he's multiple times you got two hands. You raised them both. <laughs> it's it's okay. So any homeowners out there, don't worry. Don't feel silly. It has happened. No it one's gonna happened. make fun of you. It, it's it's one of those things. You get you get going and and you just kind of forget to do it. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier to pop that thing out when it's on the ground. Oh on, yeah. On a on a rag underneath you or on a towel at the sink than it is to try to get it out once it's all attached and up and in. Are garbage disposals easy to add if you don't have one? You got a kitchen sink and you want to add a garbage disposal. Is that easy to do? Yeah, have your plumber, your your licensed plumber come out and do it. Uh, easy is relative. It depends on your experience level. And I think that's, I agree with Ricky. You know, if there requires plumbing. You, you agree with a plumber that says have, yeah. have a plumber have do it? Have a plumber out. <laughs> no, but if, you, if you're comfortable with it, not have a good understanding, it's one thing, but it's more than just putting a disposal in because there's drain lines that, that are a part of this whole system. You got to hook them all up to. So yeah, putting a disposal in is fairly self-explanatory and you read the instructions. It's pretty simple. However, um, we've gone to calls where customers have got in the middle of that and it's like, I can't figure out how to get hooked on. So, you know, it does help that you do it every day. Yeah. I think that uh, people don't quite, un people get a little confused with, like we'll run, we run a special, it's running right now where we've got, uh, you know, 
replace an existing garbage disposal with a garbage disposal for you know two ninety nine, and we had to specifically go and change the wording to say replace because if you say install a garbage disposal people are like well i don't have one i want one installed and there's just a whole lot more work what if you don't have power under the sink or what if you need this or what if you need that and all those drain lines and things of that nature um so yeah so it's not it's something i think it's easier it's an easier diy project to replace an existing garbage disposal than it is to uh put one in where there isn't one now absolutely so i would uh, I would, I personally <laughs> would feel comfortable replacing my garbage disposal if I know that it's not the sink that's the problem. I would definitely ask some question, questions to the plumber because I, I think maybe when I put it in the first time, I don't think I used plumber putty, like that stuff that you put around the, the thing. I think I used like some rubber gasket that like came with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you well, know, good. that's... That's the homeowner that doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) But that's why I have you guys here uh, teaching us right. You know, you're dealing with two things, too. I mean, you're dealing with plumbing and electrical. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those are intimidating to a lot of people. Um, I mean, I I do not like electrical. I mean, you can look at my channel locks and you can see arc marks on them where it's like I did something I wasn't supposed to do. And so me, I don't like electrical, but some of them are just a simple plug-in, but a lot of the garbage disposals do not come pre-wired with the plug. And so you have to then know a little bit about electrical to wire a plug-in. You know, that's one of the reasons I love like this show is being able to get experts on and take away some of the, um, the unknown, because I think that's your uncomfortableness with electricity is exactly the same uncomfortability i don't know which of those words is correct (laughs) but my same uncomfort with plumbing because i'm totally cool with electrical i've got a background in electrical and that's you know i was an electrician and i'm fine i can work on live electricity we never recommend it for someone to do but if you're doing like basic things you know electricians will do that type of thing but I don't understand the plumbing and I am always worried about leaks under the sink after I try and like change something. And so I think a lot of people uh, just having these conversations help people to to know a little bit more about their systems. And if nothing else, even if they're not going to do it themselves, it allows them to have what they feel like is a more educated conversation with someone coming into their home working on it. Now, if I had a plumber come into my house, when Ricky comes over and talks to me about my sink and my garbage disposal, I'm going to know more and he's not going to be able to trick me. (laughs) And a countertop. (laughs) You don't do countertops. Well, I would for you. (laughs) That's really nice. I, I, it might actually, it might be the countertop because I remember actually installing this thing myself. Look, I was my first house. I was in money save mode and I had to resort to the barbecue and good, trailer. And good sink. on you. Good yeah. on you. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, well, there's a lot of things wrong. With no, it. no, no, no. You've got to start it. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with doing these things yourself. I'm saying there's a lot of things wrong with all of the projects that I did. I will, I will say one thing. A garbage disposal is a very high rev appliance. It is nothing to take lightly. It mm-hmm. is a dangerous, a dangerous piece of, uh, of machinery that's in your kitchen that uh, you have a lot of people around, children and things like that. Don't ever take them for granted. Do you guys, when, when it's not, when the garbage disposal isn't being used, do you plug it? Do you put that little plug thing in it? No, I do not. 
I, I don't either. I just didn't know if that was something that recommended. I, I usually don't because I wouldn't want to like trap the moisture and like, I would think that would like cause even more odors. I think if people have odors, they might think that like, oh, there's odors coming from it and they put that little stopper on the top of it. But a good cleaning would, would help that. Yeah. I think, I think it's important. One thing to always remember, I mean, I, I do it myself whenever I get ready to turn my dishwasher on for one, I get the hot water coming from the water heater already there. But while that hot water is running, I always flip the disposal switch to make sure that the disposal is empty. Because if you've got stuff in there on the bottom and it's blocked and then the dishwasher dumps in at the higher level, it will back up and it can back up into your dishwasher if it can't do anything like that. And then when you've got that gray nasty water in your, in your dishwasher. And that's usually a sign that either the drain is plugged, the disposal's plugged, something's gone on or somebody left the plug in it when they put the new one in yeah um okay so last question and we'll we'll kind of end with this when when you are let's say that you, it's time and you want to get a new garbage disposal or your old one is stopped let's talk about what kind of options are available and the different kinds of disposals and features available talk to me about that so a garbage disposal like we talked about earlier there's there's there are different levels of, of investments that you can make on them you know you mentioned the big box stores and stuff and I frequent those for my home projects as well and because I'm a plumber anytime I'm there and, and the disposals usually are on an end cap and you always see the person focusing on the low end and they're looking up and they're saying well this one looks affordable and as they move up I literally multiple times have actually taken people and just moved them up and said look I'm a plumber look up in this end because all it takes is one service call because your garbage disposal plugged up and what did you save and then i go over a couple of the features and i get them to focus on the listed features that are there on those higher end ones so talk to me about those features what are those things that if someone's out looking and shopping what are the things they should be looking for in a garbage disposal higher horsepower is always a, it's a bigger motor got more to it has more to torque it's able to get things moving and grind things and, and do things better stainless steel grind chamber that's a game changer uh, the low end ones just have a cast iron one in there with stainless steel little uh, impellers on it uh, they it just they just wear out warranty is a whole nother thing you know the low end usually starts with a one year in-home warranty um, the the higher ends they'll go up five years eight years ten years twelve years i think the highest i've seen is is twelve years uh, quietness there again the, the the quieter they get the larger they get the more expensive they get I installed the big bad boys in my kitchen when I remodeled my kitchen we had added another sink and had two sinks and I, I, I've got hearing aids on and things but I, I have bad bad uh, too much rock and roll when I was a younger guy but um, I would walk away and leave the disposal running because I couldn't hear it so I honestly, I didn't like the big bad boy top of the line one because it was too quiet. You were the me. one that called and said, hey, this thing's no. not working. <laughs> nope. TJ went to that call. That's funny. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, okay. So what we've else? got. Oh, different direction. Okay. Every time it turns on, it spins a different direction. That's a, that's a really big. Is that called multi-rotation or what, what would they call, like, what would it be listed as? Do you know? Um, Nope, never mind. Don't know. It's on. I think it's on the side of the box over there. But okay. uh, it just it just spins a different direction every time. 
and not every not every level does that i mean but that is austin a, bring me that box over that is a that is a game changer and i and i can't remember on the box part of it was covered up with the shipping label because i was like oh here we are right here with five different models right on the side of the box but um anyway uh the um i mean just the quietness the vibration they've got extra extra parts in there that move and vibrate so your 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 chattering stainless steel sink was an issue and um you know they're they're just the they've got extra insulation around the outside and extra jackets even the way they connect there's a on the higher end one that we've got over here they've got a rubber boot that the drain attaches to multi-grind multi-grind that's what this thing calls it all right multi-grind that was loud <laughs> <laughs> what else i think that's i think that pretty that, much covers that's the five big ones yeah. you know do they come do they usually come um without an appliance cord attached uh, some come attached some come separate it'll say on the box yeah. so yeah. if you're if you're not if you want one with one make sure you're looking at the box often, so often on the retail stores often they do they come already wired with right. an appliance whip where right. you can plug it into a plug. So maybe look and see what you've got currently because uh, I, I used to come across a, quite a few where they they would install the garbage disposal themselves. And as an electrician, I get called out and they're like, hey, this thing needs to be wired up because it wouldn't just plug into the wall or it didn't have the appliance whip and we'd have to add that. And so anyway, whew, man. Anything else? On we have we have spoken for a long time on garbage disposals. Yeah, it's a lot of different opinions on a simple appliance, right? So uh, that's it for the hey, show. Oh, oh, I no, have one more. I'm just kidding. Just one more quick comment. Go for it. So invariably, our guys are always busy the day before Thanksgiving and Christmas, New Year's, the holidays, mm. the celebrations when family comes to town. The drains back up why do they back up and they never did for the homeowner because aunt martha came over and just dumped all the potato peels down like she did at her house and her plumbing was just fine to handle it but the old home of of sister susan is not as good at plumbing and it backs up sister susan knew they don't do that that they always put that in the trash can but aunt martha sister susan was over getting the pies ready to go and Aunt Martha dumped down the potato peels. Do you have an Aunt Martha and a Sister Susan? I do have a Sister Susan. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it sounds like a situation that happened at your house. <laughs> so uh, it has, it has. I was out on Thanksgiving Day at my own house, cleaning the drain because somebody put all the carrot peels down. Somebody put all the apple peels for the apple pie down. Somebody put all the, and you had to do it, do it gently. We knew that you just did it a little at a time. But, yep. Hmm. I think that's that was one of the points that Scott made about like as you're putting things down, the the list of and I actually have a a, a commercial on the radio that talks about this. The list of items that you put that you can and can't put down the disposal is usually less about protecting the disposal and more about keeping things that will collect on the sides sidewalls of the drains over time um but you, just knowing that like it can handle 
you know, all of those things that we talk about, just do it a little bit at a time. And I've seen it even at my house where you're sitting peeling potatoes, you're peeling them into the sink because you're like, Oh, I'm going to send it down the garbage disposal anyway. And what happens it, it, it ends up like just kind of overflowing there in the middle and you go to turn the water down and it's kind of created a, 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 a net over the top. And so you just kind of push everything down and then that's a, Accurate sound effect. That was a good sound. That was really good. We have a rule at at my house. I just put a new one in, as a matter of fact. Um, And uh, my wife said, what good is it once I gave her the new rule? If you don't eat it, it don't go down. Mm. And that's when... What uh, what do you... We don't put rinds down. We don't put peels down. We just don't. And uh, that's the rule at the house. And then she goes, well, why'd you even put one in? And we had a discussion. Well, I've heard that you bring this up. I've heard some people say that one of the ways to clean and deodorize your garbage disposal is to take lemon, lemon and, and, and cut it up and, and put down there. Oh, you know, another thing that like actually works that I've done mm. that I think works. This is my like <laughs> from an electrician. <laughs> uh, easy. So uh, <laughs> I'll take ice cubes. Mm-hmm. And like fill the disposal up and then I'll take salt and put in there. So I've got something uh, even more abrasive and I'll turn it on and I'll just let it kind of make a margarita in the garbage disposal and let that like, um, so one, the ice will end up melting, but like, I'll do that, let it kind of slush up and, and the salt just adds a little extra grit to kind of clean the inside off. And then once I'm done, I'll turn the water on. Does that sharpen those impellers? They you told me that they're not sharp. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do it to sharpen the impellers, but no, the it stuff, might the over stuff, time. The stuff bounces around on the insides and, mm. and scours. I did, I did lock mine up by dumping the whole ice thing in there, and it, it, the big ba- even the big bad boy, really? it locked up the big bad boy. It froze. It just went in there and went. Like it turned into a block of ice yes, and it wouldn't move? A bo- block of s- s- crushed snow cone packed together stuff. Can you turn hot water on? Yeah, yeah, it took a minute. So don't listen to me. No, but 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 I've heard ice is good. Ice cubes are good. I so heard, maybe don't put tons down. Yeah, I heard coffee grounds was good. Are you mocking us now? <laughs> don't put coffee grounds wow. down at your disposal. People are listening to you. Think listening to you tell me how much I don't know, and then you're like, well, you could use coffee grounds. <laughs> That's one sarcastic. of the ones I well I realized that because I just pointed it out, but. Uh, we, we didn't actually uh, give the list of things that you should not put down. So what else is, well, and you just actually said that like a lot of it is opinion because you're like, I don't put peels down at my house, but some people do. Yeah. So like, how, how, how's yeah. somebody supposed to know yeah, with all a, these different opinions and just, stuff out there? I think it is just your way of how, what you have going on at your home and how, you know, how you feel about the, just the rules of the house. All right. Well, we're going to end on a, we don't know, <laughs> large amounts. I mean, so it's right here in the directions, it says, do not put large amounts of peels and these other things down. So small amounts is good. In moderation. 
moderation in all things. Yep. That's it for the show. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of In the House. We release new episodes every Tuesday. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Do me a favor. If you've got time, go to iTunes, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show or leave a comment if you're watching this on some social platform or YouTube. Um, I'd like to thank my guests today, Ricky, Scott, Dwayne. Thanks, guys, for being here. Austin, our co-producer in the background, making sure that uh, he's adjusting Scott's voice so that it goes really loud on us. Um, If you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, check out anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. 